This is Now Serving. Now here's Chris and Jess. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Now Serving with Chris and Jess. That's right. It's the podcast where we serve the tea, the tea being the truth or our versions of it (laughs) each and every week. I have a lot of tea to spill this week. (laughs) Chris, put the kettle on, please. There's so much tea this week. So, (laughs) so, so much. It's always, the tea always arrives when you least fucking expect it. It really does. And you think, you know, this is going to be a nice time of the year with, you know, festive, visiting family, stuff like that. And then there's the holiday music. And... We're going to get right into this. Baby, it's cold outside. It's been banned. A lot of radio stations in Canada are not playing it over the air. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on this? I have many thoughts. Oh, I have many shit. thoughts about this. I've okay. basically been raging. Just just a flurry Which- of emotions ever since mm-hmm. I heard this and then looked at some of the... Uh, comments on social media you know people that comment on news articles <laughs> yes um sometimes i, mean, I do I, I do too i shouldn't throw shade but in this case i kind of am okay um so just a bit of background information so baby it's cold outside we're all familiar with this quote-unquote holiday classic in which a man and a woman (laughs) in which a man and a woman have this sort of back and forth about she wants to leave, but he doesn't want her to and And so it actually started, I don't know if you know this, a radio station, I think in Cleveland or somewhere else, I'm not sure, some city somewhere in the States um, had said that they were no longer going to be playing the song um, due to sensitivities around the Me Too movement. Mm-hmm. And then all the other radio stations have followed suit and it's expanded all the way here to Canada. And that's how this all came to be. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> can I say this though? So I, I, what's really funny about this is I remember a few years ago really like processing the song. And I'm like, holy fuck, this song's like, kind of bad like this Uh this song's a bad song Mm -hmm. um but because of all of this like attention to the song and stuff i'm like okay i do want to dig deeper and i want to like research it a bit more Mm -hmm. um i think some of like the more modern versions of the song are a little bit creepy and far more uh like sexual and in border like they, they are creepy um, mm-hmm. However, I really feel strongly that the original version of the song, mm-hmm. um, if you look at it and even like a scene, it was from a movie. It was from um, uh, 1949 movie, uh, Neptune's Daughter, just pulling it up here. And like, if you look at the scene from that movie, it like, sure, it's a little bit cringeworthy, but I personally don't think the intent of the song was to be as like, creepy and inappropriate as maybe some of the more like modern versions have come across. Right. Okay. 
So, uh, and I'll say this because during the song, so like they're kind of like going back and forth and initially like, yeah, the guy is a little bit creepy, but there's a few things that stood out like near the end of the song, like it kind of like, I feel becomes more clear that like they're both kind of making excuses to like stay together for the night and keep in mind when this song came out, like it wasn't really appropriate for, um, you know, someone to stay over at someone's house just for the night. Like that was super like frowned upon not a you know you'd probably be called names but she's talking about like going back to her family and more of like her family's going to be upset and like shame her if she goes back to them right so i think that's more it like if and then also part two of the song it's a female leading the song and like convincing or trying to convince the guy to to stay so that's my take mm-hmm. on it so i feel like the original maybe came from a better place, but some of these like more modern versions, I think are a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But thoughts, I feel like you do not agree with me at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I do, I do. And I, and I don't, mm-hmm. um, it's okay. Here, here is the whole thing. Can I just explain my thought process when I read yeah. this news headline, mm-hmm. I read the headline I read the article, da, 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 one radio station uh, takes it out of circulation. All the radio stations follow suit. The first thing I think of is PR stunt. Hello. Mm-hmm. How, how can you, any like with any of your competitors, keep something in production that will otherwise look like a, an, an endorsement of sexual assault, right? You, you just can't. Mm-hmm. The public yeah. stakes are too high because if one does it and then another does it, everybody wants to show their solidarity and their support and blah, 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 which is great. I just, we've, we've had this conversation before. This is my problem. This is my problem with this particular stunt. As you know, I'm well-versed in stunts. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> This one in particular, it's 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 sexy, and that's why it it drew so much attention. People love this song. People have memories attached to this song. It's not something that you hear all throughout the year. Um, and I think that a uh, that station, whoever does their PR, congratulations, you just got a ton of publicity. However, I think it was for the wrong reason. To me, and again, we've discussed this before, if you're going to do the right thing, just do it. Why does it have to be a production, right? Like, while I understand that you're trying to be an ally or whatever and and support the Me Too movement, then just do it. And then while you're at it, take out all the other songs by people who have been accused or charged with sexual assault of anybody, quite frankly, and just take it out of circulation and just don't play it. Why does it have to be a production? Why? It's like, hi, we're doing this good thing now. Like, I understand that people want the the, um, publicity out of it, but at the same time, why is doing the right thing newsworthy? It should just be, it should just be, right? Yeah, yeah. That's a really interesting point you brought up. And it's something that I didn't even, you know, really consider. Um, but it's true. Um, I mean, 
yeah, it's the only reason that they would announce it that they're doing this. And and like you said, all the other stations have to to follow because I, I didn't realize that this started in the states actually. Yeah. But I know here in Canada, I think uh, CBC, who's a public broadcaster, mm-hmm. um, I think they started the movement, and then uh, Bell Media, who owns a lot of uh, radio stations in Canada, followed by Rogers. Um, another big uh, media company here, then they kind of, you know, followed suit after um, because they, they can't not, just like you said, very interesting. Very, very well, interesting. And and that's the whole thing, right? It's like, uh-oh, everybody else, all the other major um, news networks are or radio stations have taken this out of circulation. Are we going to be the only one that hasn't? So I don't necessarily think that this move came out of ne- like – because people wanted to do the right thing. It came out of necessity for their brand. So that's problematic. And if this other station hadn't made such a kerfuffle about it in the first place, it would still be on the radio right now. Let's face Mm -hmm. it. Nobody else would be saying anything. The second part of this to me is while this is a stunt quite obviously to me. And it's unfortunate that when somebody takes a stand for something like this, my first instinct is stunt because I'm Mm -hmm, sure that mm -hmm. there are actually stations out there who just don't play the song and just don't play it. You know what I mean? Because of those reasons and haven't publicized it to get more listeners or notoriety or whatever it is. If these stations are serious about supporting the Me Too movement, take all of the songs in your repertoire out like Robin Thicke's Blurred Lines. I'm sorry, that song is clearly about rape. (laughs) Not to mention, it's pirated from Marvin Gaye. There was a huge um, court case that was settled and they had to pay money to Marvin Gaye's family and da-da-da-da because they stole the jingle or whatever the core i don't know they stole a part of the song from one of his songs initially but don't a lot of artists do that though and not that not to take away from the initial kind of like focus of this but i feel like a lot of artists do that though right for sure it's a shitty song though it's fucking disgusting and if you have taken baby it's cold outside out of your out of circulation on your station and you still fucking play goddamn robin thick's blurred lines you are such a fucking like a showboat honestly you're you don't stand for anything it's like do the right thing and then continue to do the right thing the proper response to this whole baby it's cold outside fiasco stunt whatever you want to call it, is to quote my girl, Ariande, thank you, next. Okay, great. (laughs) What else are you going to be doing? And, 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 like, why, like, people think, okay, I did this. I did this one thing that supports the Me Too movement, or I did this one thing that supports any other marginalized group, gay, black, whatever, okay? And then they think it's enough. It's continual every single Mm -hmm. day. Or else, like, don't you? You have to walk the walk every single day, every yeah. single day. So mm-hmm. that's the first part. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> no, that's like this is super. Part. Like, <laughs> yeah, right? sorry. Continue. Yeah. So, and while I'm sure that you're right about, well, I know you're right about the origins of the song, and I think it even won an Academy Award and all of that. Won something, yeah. Yeah, um, I feel that the news cycle that's going on right now about the song 
what's detracting from maybe, how do I say this? What I have a problem with is the defense of the song, people who are defending it. Well, you provide a good defense in a way, like you said, I listen to the original. I see that it's kind of this playful back and forth sort of thing. A lot of other people don't see it that way, which is why the song is problematic to begin with, (laughs) because most people just see it as like, oh, it's some fucking creepy dude trying to keep a chick at his house because men think they can do whatever they want to women. And people unconsciously are agreeing to that because they're like, oh, this too? We can't have this? They're not saying it's not inappropriate. They're just saying like they're willing to tolerate that level of inappropriateness. Do you see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? <laughs> I do see what you're saying. Yeah. And and I've so I read a bunch of comments online to like today and whatever. And everyone's defense of the song is quite shitty, to be honest, except for yours. Yours is the first like legitimate defense of you know, whatever the song. Okay. People who are saying that this is a holiday classic. <laughs> it's it's not even a, it's not even a holiday song. There is literally, there's actually, but if you, it, it's, it's about, there's nothing holiday related about it. Mm-hmm. No, except for so, that it's cold outside. Like there are at lots me of if you find something, at <laughs> me if you think this is a holiday song. Mm-hmm. Really though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. Um, sorry, I have to breathe through my, through my mouth because my nose is clogged or plugged or whatever. (laughs) So if I'm really breathy, it's because I can't, I'm breathing through my mouth while talking and I'm obviously quite fired up also. (laughs) (laughs) So, well, to give even one, what I, I didn't even realize about the song, but before it was even in that movie, uh, the, the original composer and performer, Frank, uh, Frank Lesser, I'm not even too familiar with who he is, um, but he sold the song rights to MGM for uh, the movie Neptune's Daughter. But uh, Frank, our good old friend Frank, the the original composer, um, him and his wife sang this uh, like at parties. So sick fucking party trick. Um, but they would like, I guess, perform this for, for friends and family. So isn't that a fun mm-hmm. fact? What a, what a cute gift that would be. Not, not, like, at holidays. Really not at holidays. <laughs> it's cold outside. That's gonna be fucking. I'm not even gonna ghost anymore at parties. I'm gonna start fucking singing this song. <laughs> <laughs> I really can't stay. <laughs> fucking storm out and slam the door. <laughs> and that's it. That's my party trick. <laughs> Sorry. I love it. <laughs> Great. You would do that too. That's the thing. Oh, I absolutely would. I absolutely would. And I'm going to try that very soon. Um okay. I totally forgot Sorry. what I was saying. Um oh right. I was talking about the defense of the song because people have unconsciously associated this song with inappropriate inappropriateness let's just say that whatever comes to mind um i think that's a ridiculous argument just because something is old beloved timeless um traditional doesn't mean that it's not also inappropriate and offensive or like there there are lots of things that people used to love 
uh, so the first thing that comes to mind is Bill Cosby. <laughs> I'm sorry. For a long time, he was beloved. He was he had a statue at Disney World, like all these different things. And then all of a sudden, the truth comes out, and you're like, well, yeah, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate that um, you no longer can enjoy that tradition. Guess what? Make a new one. <laughs> there are lots of Christmas songs. Is my response to that. Um, like also, Mariah Carey's "All I Want." Like Mariah Carey, Ariana Grande, Santa, tell me if you're really there. Anyways, that was actually really good. Oh. I was like, pause, like, no, but that actually, I was like, oh, cool. I don't think I've heard you sing before. I will not. No, <laughs> that's a lot good. This episode. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> um. Also, I also saw a lot of the responses to these articles all over the internet. Well, if you have, to, if you remove that song, you better remove all the rap songs that degrade women and blah 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 blah. And you better t- stop this and this and this and this. And my response to that is good. About time. Good riddance. Why not? There are plenty of songs that don't degrade women, that aren't offensive, that don't mention rape. Why can't those artists be famous? It doesn't make any sense to me. If somebody's singing or rapping about assaulting a person, I don't care if they're a woman or a male, that's 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 not okay. We shouldn't be okay with that. I think what's interesting too, though, and you brought this up earlier, I think a lot of those songs, and people don't even notice it, aren't played on the radio. Like a lot of like the really aggressive songs that that you know you would really question if you did listen to the lyrics. They're not played on on the radio. People are right. seeking them out and listening to them on Spotify, uh, Apple Music, like wherever you listen to music. On the radio, I think for the mm-hmm. most part it is pretty uh, PG, but yeah, the right thing would have it been is. to just uh, remove it and not say anything. It is. And even some of the songs that that swear or curse, mention something inappropriate, drug use, whatever, prostitutes they always bleep out or, you know, kind of switch up the speed of the song or something mm-hmm. when that part of the song is supposed to be playing. It's, it's, there are, there are, there are standards. Yeah. I, I, I would assume that uh, public radio has to adhere to. And, and when, now that you mention um, streaming services, we've already seen how Spotify won't stream. Um, is it R. Kelly? Takashi's six, not all these different artists who have been true, true. Um, charged or accused of assaulting women. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. Good. That's how it should be. Great. Let's do it. My other pr- issue here, I'm just going to get it all out right now, <laughs> <laughs> is that it seems to me that more people are outraged that they're inconvenienced versus the actual idea that someone could potentially be assaulted. Do you see what I'm okay. saying? I do see what more you're saying. More people are like, I love this Christmas song and blah, 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 blah. But they're totally okay with R. Kelly being played on the radio, even though there are X amount of allegations against him. And they're like, oh, yeah, but it doesn't directly affect me. You you can't have it both ways. So my response to all of this is if you're fucking offended by this shit and you think that hip hop and whatever else shouldn't be played on the radio, then do your part write your provider, whoever it is, and say, this is also unacceptable. And if you're going to be pulling the song, then you best be pulling the rest of this shit. If you actually want to show up for women, do it. That's what so, you do. I'll, and so I get behind that. Like, I think that I'm totally on board with that. 
But with this song, though, like, Baby, It's Cold Outside. So I do think still, like, yeah, some of the more modern versions of the song are a bit creepy. Mm -hmm. But none of those artists who have performed that, to my knowledge, um, you know, are are, are sex offenders or have, I mean, yeah, I I don't know. I could be very wrong here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I do still think, like, the original, like, meaning of that song wasn't meant to be inappropriate. I think as people, like... I think if people understand that context, then it's okay. I think if people, I think now it's kind of been blown out of proportion. And so now whenever people think of the song, now they're probably be like, oh, it's a bad song. Like, mm-hmm. I think the original meaning of the song wasn't meant to be that bad. And obviously that's up for for debate. But right. go right. search the, search the song, watch the original um a, like clip from the movie. I was gonna say music video, but it wasn't even a music video. But watch the original like clip <laughs> uh-huh. from the movie of the the people performing it. I feel it's pretty playful, and it goes back and forth. And then, like like I said, the second part, the female is leading this, um, and like asking the guy to stay in there. It's more like them like talking, like, "Oh, I can't go home because, or I can't stay because my family will be like, what was I up to?'" That's my read on this song. Mm-hmm. Then That's, I don't, I don't really see a problem in it personally mm-hmm. however if it does offend someone who's here here's here's the thing i'm willing to put money on on this that if you ask any woman about a time they were in a situation like that they could think of one yeah okay. it's such a normalized experience for so many women oh I was alone with this guy and he wanted me to X, Y, Z, whatever it may be. Don't leave. Stay here. Do this. Whatever. I didn't want to do it. However, even when I said no, which she does say in the song, uh, I was completely disregarded and disrespected. I think most women can relate to that. Now, is that what this song is about? Probably not. But I think that... That's instantly what I think of, and I'm sure that most of most women would too. Oh, yes, of course, of course, of course, because again, it's such a normalized experience for so many women. If it offends someone, I, I'm okay living without it or yeah. listening to it in the privacy of my own home. People do some fucked up shit in their houses, as we discussed last week. People stream yes. a lot of fucked up shit. So if that's what someone wants to do, then that's great. If it's not available on the radio, don't watch it. But understand that if somebody says, I am a sexual assault survivor, a rape survivor, whatever else, and this song is wrong, then I have to, I feel like we owe it to those people to be like, okay, I support you. Because how else do you do it? I just, I don't understand. I think... <sighs> I don't know. This is why I understand God where you're coming from. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I understand where you're coming from there, and I'm I'm in no position to 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 offer any further like opinion mm-hmm. or commentary because I haven't been in that position. So when I hear the song, I don't think about that. But obviously, people that have been in situations, you know, where they are like uh, like being pressured to stay or whatnot, like obviously, if the song does hit close to to home, then yeah. Scrap it. Great. And, and that's, guess what? I mean, this- if you're running a radio station that anybody could hear when they turn on their car or whatever else or walk into a mall and it's playing, and it, then just don't play it. There's so many others. That's my other point. There are so many artists, so many songs 
that deserve to be listened to. Why do we have to commit to the same shit because it's traditional and this and that? Well, guess what? There's a lot of fucking traditional shit that's offensive and hurtful and painful (laughs) and rooted in fucking patriarchal bullshit like this. Fair enough. (laughs) No, I... But but weird, but, you know, and I don't want to make a whole thing out of this. I don't don't want to... I don't want to make a play on words, but where do you, where is the line blurred? Because there's zero tolerance when there comes to so many things. Zero tolerance. You cannot drink and drive. Everybody knows this. Zero tolerance. Like, I will never go back to someone that cheats on me. This and this, all these different societal, social norms that people have in place. But when it comes to this, it's like, <sighs> but. And I'm sorry, but it's largely because it's the female experience and not the male experience. So it's like, you you just said it yourself. So do I have a problem with the song personally? No. Am I gonna listen to it? Probably not. I I don't know. <laughs> like it doesn't really affect me that much. If a radio isn't playing it because they're trying to align themselves with the Me Too movement, great. I want to see what else you're doing too. Like put your fucking money where your mouth is. Then like do your walk the walk. Great. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> Fair enough. No, I uh, I understand where you're coming from, and yeah, I think it does kind of relate to like people's personal experiences with the song. But we want to know what you think. This is obviously a very very hot debate. Uh, <laughs> tweet at us <laughs> at Trey Posh at Chris Craigman, uh, or even at Now Serving PC Woo! on uh, on Twitter. And by the way, you can also follow that account Now Serving. Uh, PC. You can't PC do now serving. stands for podcast. Yeah, you can't do podcast. It's you know it's too many words. Um, and now serving was was taken. So now serving PC, and you can also get updates when our newest uh, episodes are uh, are live. Um, and on that note, we will be right back. Podbean is now serving's home for podcasting. Podbean has everything you need to create, manage, and promote your podcast. It's perfect for beginners or well-established podcasters. Join today at podbean.com slash now serving. And now back to the podcast. Welcome back. <laughs> Hello. I'm sorry. I was just taking a couple deep breaths because, as you know, I have to breathe Hot. through my mouth for this episode. <laughs> you sound great. You do. I, I, I had no everyone. idea. I had no idea. <laughs> I wonder if I could make one of those ASMR things where I'm just like, like trying to breathe, you know? Yeah. If you... Um, if you did not uh, listen to our podcast last week, I would definitely uh, check that out. <laughs> we did ASMR. That was fun. And I've been talking about it. a lot of people. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm just taking another deep breath. Okay. <laughs> uh, Chris. Yes. You, I, I would say you're an animal lover. I am you? an animal lover. I, yes. I am also an animal lover. Um. I love them so much that I wear them and eat them. And I'm not trying to be cheeky Are or you anything. Cruella DeVille? She, her wardrobe is iconic. I will give her that. However, we can get into the fur discussion another time, but ultimately I don't have a problem with fur. So there we go. Um, 
I'm what Something... I'm, I, we don't have to, let's unpack that another time, but I'm actually shocked by that. Okay. Sorry. No, I am very, there's a, there it's conditional though. There, there are a lot of buts and of course nothing can just be black and white with me. You know this and, and mm-hmm. you already know that I have such a bleeding heart for doing like the right thing, try to make the world a better place and whatever. Yeah. Uh, however, one person that I do take issue with, person, organization, is goddamn PETA. Um, not sure if you saw this week, but PETA sent out a <laughs> tweet that mm-hmm. said, stop using anti-animal language. Say what? For example. And, it, and they tweeted out this little infographic style thing that said... Cute. Um, instead of in one column, instead of these commonly used phrases, here are some other uh, not. Ha- here's how to remove species speciesism speciesism. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Being, yeah, being anti speciesist from your daily conversations. Okay, here's a couple of them. Instead of kill two birds with one stone, say feed two birds with one scone. What? (laughs) Just wait. Instead of beat a dead horse, say feed a feed a fed horse. Instead of bring home the bacon, say bring home the bagels. Peta, what the fuck are you talking about? You got to be kidding me! (laughs) My response to this. Thoughts, does bring Chris? home the does for one does bring home the bacon not mean bring home like money? It it does, or, but or, I think d- that there are, it's probably rooted in some socioeconomic thing where you know you could only bring home bacon at a time where you were upper class. You know, it wasn't meat is ex- it's still expensive today. Meat is expensive, and yeah, probably in most most communities back whenever the fuck this stupid thing was created it was probably only upper class people who could afford bacon and that's probably okay. where the i could be totally off base here but i'm just gonna go no that makes sense like and then but also so instead of kill two birds with one stone it's feed two birds with one scone <laughs> i just like if you fed a bird a fucking scone that's probably gonna kill the bird would it not have like it's I think you feed what? birds bread. Isn't that what you do? Well, that, that's, yeah. But I feel like a scone's not. Okay. Instead of I think this is, take this is just fucked up. This thorns, is stupid. Say, take the flower by the thorns. I seriously want to like just disconnect and that's it for this week. But what the fuck? That's outrageous. It, it also accompanied the following message. Just okay. as it became unacceptable to use racist, homophobic, or ableist language, phrases that trivialize cruelty to animals will vanish as more people begin to appreciate animals for who they are and start bringing home the bagels instead of the bacon. (laughs) (laughs) This is fucking outrageous. You can't, like... Some I'm going to get in trouble for this, and I know what I'm not even going to really watch my mouth. You can't compare this to anything racist or homophobic. It exactly. 
what? No, that's exactly it. That's exactly it. You cannot compare. Let's just let's just say the homophobic thing. I'm watching a lot of RuPaul's Drag Race right now. Okay, Netflix Canada put seasons two to ten on Netflix. Therefore, here's some simple math. This conversation is getting fucking weird. Right? Okay. Seasons two to ten on Netflix this, equals this Jessica. If I've ever seen one, Jessica <laughs> parked on the couch. Okay, that's okay. the right. drag queen math. I've been watching a lot of it, and you know how when they're putting on the makeup, they all are like, "My father didn't accept me. I got beat up. Da 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 da. My family disowned me. Da 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 da." You're gonna tell me that the struggles that gay, lesbian, the LGBTQ plus community has experienced, you can't liken the experience of an animal as much as I love them to a marginalized group of human beings, unfortunately. I, I first want to say I love how you're getting all this from RuPaul's drag. <laughs> you know, I love but it, it, it's important that it's important that I guess cool. I didn't that maybe I should watch more RuPaul's drag race. Oh my god, you're all not those messages. Jesus. I've I've seen up to season ten. Have you? I have. Okay. Sorry, but I skipped some of the the mid seasons. Well, I, like I watched season one, one, season two, and I was like, "This is a horrible show." And then I started watching it when it came back on Netflix. I'm like, "Okay, this is a good show," but I didn't take that away from it. But sorry, I know that's not the point. <laughs> I'm sorry, I took away from it. No, no, it's it's totally fine. But you also have lived experience. I'm sure that you Fair have enough. friends yes. who you could yes. personally attest to. I know I do. So. I would want to say, are you fucking kidding me? I'm sorry, but a cow can't marry a cow. When we're still fighting for places in the Western world where two men or two women or a transgender person can't marry who they want to marry, there's a problem there. And it's fucking outrageous and frankly disrespectful to liken this experience to that. Absolutely. It's it's fucking disgraceful. I'm sorry that I'm swearing. No. Well, don't apologize to me. I give zero fucks. But if if our viewers are upset, actually don't tweet Tweet at us. us Tweet tweet us at uh, now serving PC. PC for podcast. No, I completely, completely agree. I think this is outrageous. I, I actually thought it was a joke. You know how like there's like the Onion News Network um, and a lot of these like parody news accounts? Yes. Um, like actual fake news? Yeah. And um, I, I kind of thought this was a, a joke when I first heard about that. And obviously like preparing for the podcast reading, I'm like this can't be real. I do believe animals should be uh, like treated better and i actually I, I will say this like as someone who loves meat like i love all, like I, I love all types of meat and it'd be hard to i think fully remove that from my diet but i am being a little bit more careful with how much meat i consume i know it's not good for the environment and that's part of the reason why i'm, I'm being a little bit more limited mm-hmm. um even uh where i work uh we're lucky enough to have uh like food uh every day for for lunch like provided and we've even started doing things like meatless mondays now and then Um, which is really cool. And I'm actually fully on board with it. I'm like, this is good. Like it's allowing me to explore other options. Um, And it's it's making me think about my food choices, Mm. but I cannot, I I would never ever compare 
no, you can't compare the. That's outrageous. It actually makes you very mad. Yeah. Shame on you, PETA. Shame on you, PETA. Frankly, they have been pulling stunts for as long as I can remember. Should we? And what's the other one that that often pulls stunts? Oh. <laughs> Oh, they hiss too. Boo hiss. They did hiss. <laughs> do people hiss after they boo normally? I, I yeah, I they do apparently. Yes. Boos. Boo hiss is a thing. <laughs> okay. Listen. The more you know. Peta and Greenpeace. I have a serious problem with these people. While I believe that parts of their activism are warranted and mm-hmm. maybe necessary they're they're these show showy tactics and bullshit like this no like you Dance. lost my support like if i ever had any like even a percentage that i wanted to give you and support you it's been vanished forever <laughs> it's so fucking disrespectful I just can't believe this. They also tweeted, words matter, and as our understanding of social justice evolves... Oops. What did I do? Sorry. I switched the page. I forgot that I have one of those laptops where when you touch the screen, the screen moves. (laughs) I'm sorry. It says, as our understanding of social justice evolves, our language evolves along with it. Mm Mm-hmm. It trivializes race and gender issues. That's what this does. It's disgusting. I think that's outrageous. And I think kind of going back to what we were talking about earlier, I almost think this is a big stunt. It's a stunt to to get more attention. Um, get get off get off our street. Yeah. Get the fuck out of the that's way. That. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot handle so Every couple of days, I see these fur protesters at Young and Dundas Square in Toronto. It's like the big intersection right near the Eaton Center in downtown Toronto. And they will lay down in the street and this and that. I'm like, get the fuck out of my way. Well, I I applaud your whatever you feel your right is that you're exercising your right to protest. Great. Good for you. Democracy is working in your favor. However, you're wrong. Do I think animals should be treated fairly? Should there be legislation in place that protects the rights of domesticated animals, um, you know, animals that in like a farm, farming, whatever that we use for meat and whatnot? Of course. I do think that's the case, but Man, you should see the protesters outside of Canada Goose. Whew. These people are serious. <laughs> well, what like I'll, I'll say this though. I think things like that need to happen though in order to for people to realize what's going on and, and create change. Mm-hmm. So I personally am not over like I think some of the the stunts are a bit extreme. It's like calm down. Like there's other ways to communicate this. And I'm all for learning. But seeing things like that, I don't know about you. Um, I think we're on the same page. Either. Seeing things like that, like it makes me not want to to care almost because in a way, I know this sounds horrible, but it's like I don't want to be associated with that. I'm all for learning. Um, I want to, 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 I don't know, to be a – reduce my carbon footprint. That's what I'm trying mm-hmm. to say. I, I want to mm-hmm. do things that are going to have – uh, a better, more positive impact on the environment instead of just, you know, eat as much fucking meat as I can and, yeah. Yeah. Cause the 
destroy the earth. But um, yeah, no seeing that. Yeah. Rude. Rude. PETA, check yourself is what I have to say. You fucking cross the line. Unacceptable. Unforgivable. We want an I apology. will not be feeding two birds with one scone. Are you kidding me? I can't get over that. I think it's one of the dumbest uh, things. I mean, I'm heard. probably going to use it now, though, because it's so ridiculous. Oh, me too. We go in the bagels. <laughs> Fuck sakes. Oh, boy. Uh-huh. All right. We'll be right back. <laughs> Now Serving Podcast is supported by Zencaster. Zencaster allows us to record in two different locations, plus interview guests, without sacrificing audio quality. It also makes recording a breeze. Join today and use promo code NOWSERVING to receive 20% off your first three months of service. And now, back to the podcast. All right. Hello. You, someone did something to Queen B oh. this past week. Um, right? I would like you know to, way better than I, I would like to acknowledge this person as the hot mess of the week. Congratulations, Ed Sheeran. What? You're a goddamn hot mess. You're the hot mess of the week. Okay, what did he do? <laughs> I need to know. Okay, so earlier this week, I, I'm not sure if you know, but there's this whole Mandela 100 celebration going on. And okay. um, earlier this week, I think it was in London. Actually, don't quote me on that. Somewhere at a prestigious festival um, performance for this momentous occasion Beyonce Mm -hmm. and Ed Sheeran performed at the Global Citizen Festival (sighs) together they sang the song Perfect his song they sang a duet Beyonce showed up in the only way that Beyonce or any other woman of her caliber would dressed to the nines hair done nails done everything did Ed Sheeran shows up in a t-shirt and jeans, messy hair as he always does. All right. So this is Ed Sheeran's shtick, if you will. He's kind of like this cute little ginger boy who plays his guitar. Nothing against Ed Sheeran personally. I mean, he's a hot mess. I've seen him live. He's very talented. And I have to say, I was blown away because when I saw him live, it was just him and his guitar and that was it. There was nothing else. It was a great show. He's very talented. This isn't about his talent. It's about the standards that men are held to versus women are held to. Beyonce shows up in this gown. It is frills and ruffles and whatever. She looks gorgeous. She is hurt and her body is incredible. Da, 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 da. And she's standing there beside him, and he's there. Like he looks like he just crawled out of a like a frat like a frat house. Like I don't I don't understand. I think it's this is Nelson Mandela we're talking about first of all. So maybe you could put on a pair of pants. 
you know, just maybe. Not to mention you're in the presence of my queen, Beyonce. (laughs) Show some respect. If you can't respect Nelson Mandela or Beyonce, there's a problem. He, sorry, are you going to say something? No. Okay. No, I want to finish your thought because yeah, no, yeah. It just, it's, it shows, it demonstrates perfectly how he is a slob and is allowed to be. And she is so high maintenance. Think about the effort that goes into her appearance versus his. And think about all the effort throughout the years that she has had to put in to her appearance versus him into his. They're both very talented, but let's be honest. Do you think if she dressed the way that he did, she would be where she is today? I Okay. Well, this is my thought though. Like, I feel like that's been Ed Sheeran's thing though. Like that's how he's always dressed since day one. And I'm not saying this is mm-hmm. right. But I feel like Beyonce has always been like this part of her like thing. Like you expect Beyonce kind of in a similar way, Lady Gaga, like to have these elaborate, like beautiful outfits. Mm -hmm. I don't know. And I think there's a lot of male performers. I think he's maybe like, I don't know, aside from some like rock bands and things like that, but they wouldn't be there. But even if you look at rock bands that have, you know, female um, members in the band, like I think they're more like, quote unquote like grungy or like wouldn't get as dressed up. I don't like know. Like who? <laughs> My, I don't know. Like but that's the, but that's know. the whole point, right? That she is this yeah. she is a production. She's a brand and she has there is a lot of judging going on there and a lot of meal planning, workouts, everything else. The only person that I can think of who has amassed the kind of fame that she, that Beyonce has, that isn't, that doesn't fit the 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 norm, the Lady Gaga, the Mariah, the Ariane, the all the divas, is Adele, and that's simply because of her weight. She's still beautiful and she's in, incredibly talented, but she kind of has been like from the get-go, like this is who I am, where I remember Lady Gaga gained like 10 pounds or something and the press roasted her. And she was like, what do you mean? Like, I'm still thinner than Adele. Like, And they were like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> People just basically told her it doesn't matter. And she was like, all right, I guess I'll have to go back to working out every single day and not eating pasta. Where it's more acceptable for someone like Ed Sheeran and any real rock star, let's think about it, to just wear whatever the fuck they want. But women do not have that luxury. But what do you, Lady, Lady Gaga, she said she was thinner de- than Adele? What? This was a thing a while back. I can tweet out a link to it if you'd like. But she gained weight maybe like yeah. two years ago or so. And she was like... But Lady Gaga was And like- her defense, she was like... Not that she was thinner than Adele, but she was like, but Adele has always been like a full-figured woman. Why isn't why is everyone telling me that I need to lose weight when I felt I saw Adele doing her and I was like, great, I'm gonna eat pasta. I'm Italian. Da, da, da. I can I can think of this 
interview in my mind where she was trying to say, it's unfair that we're being held to different standards and everyone's saying like Adele is a one-off really. And she, she really is because think of any of the other divas who look like her, none. And think of all the men who are super famous. They all just do whatever they want. But Beyonce, mm-mm. J-Lo. Mm-mm. What about, like, I don't know. Miley Cyrus is a little bit more edgy. No? She's she's edgy, but her look is still very calculated. Ed Sheeran looks like he, again, stumbled out of a frat house. If Beyonce showed up to this event in jeans and a t-shirt, how do you think that would be received? But Kate, I'll say this though. I mean, maybe this is the wrong event, but I do think Beyonce in jeans and a t-shirt would still look like fantastic because she's Beyonce. Of course she would. I don't don't understand Rue, but Beyonce, in my opinion, is far more attractive than than Ed Sheeran. Of course she is. So I think I don't know that too. You think let's compare them side side by side. Do you think that she would have become as famous as he has? If she looked like him throughout her entire career, is there another woman who has become that famous who has just showed up without putting that effort into their image? He doesn't have to think twice about it and is comfortable showing up to a gala for Nelson Mandela in jeans and a t-shirt because he won't be criticized where she is like, am I going to be on the best dress list? I'm going to da da da. It's a completely different ball game for women. That's why he's the hot mess of the week. <laughs> he's a hot mess. Like it's nothing against him. It's just I think it illustrates the difference of effort that goes into an appearance and also the expectations that are put on female performers. I don't disagree with that mm-hmm. at all. I completely, completely, completely agree. I still think though Beyonce would be um, – I still think she'd be very popular if she didn't dress the way she dressed. I don't know, because she's so talented. Yeah. I know, I guess it's oh, hard yeah. to say, but and maybe maybe things would be different. And I completely agree that there is very different standards for um, men versus women, which is fucking stupid and inappropriate. But I don't know. Mm-hmm. I still think, and there's a lot of like male performers though that have certain like looks. Like I think Ed Sheeran, like when I think of all performers, like, he always looks like that. And that's not appropriate mm-hmm. for this event. Like, yeah, he probably should have mm-hmm. fucking wore something else. But um, I don't know. There's a lot of male performers, like, that wear different things. I I, I read this article mm-hmm. in The Guardian online. And it, there's mm-hmm. a little piece here that said the two of them represent the extremes of their gender norms. He is the slob and Fair she enough. is the fantasy of ultra high maintenance femininity. By putting these two extremes together, they reveal a larger truth about the sexes. Do, do you think, though, <laughs> like, let's say Ed Sheeran wanted to dress up, mm-hmm. and I still think this goes back to your original point, and I agree that there's different standards, it's not fair. But do you think if Ed Sheeran wanted to dress up, his management or the people that control him, I feel like they'd be like, no, this is your outfit, this is... This is you. This is your brand. No, I've seen him in a tuxedo before. I've seen him dress up for stuff and he still looks like a slob. So my point is this. He can do whatever he wants. Pardon? That's his hair. He doesn't have much hair. Again, 
I get what you're saying. Beyonce, there are wigs, there are personal trainers, there are facials, there are Brazilian waxes, there are like things. You the judging, I and the money that goes and and just everything that goes into that, it's significant. Ed Sheeran, unfortunately, it's I mean they kind of look cool standing side by side because she's so done up and he's such a slob, but it just kind of shows that that's what's expected of her and that's what he mm-hmm. can get away with. And all up until I now. agree with you there. And I think it is it, you, whatever that article said that it shows kind of the two extremes. I agree with that. And I think that's bullshit and that shouldn't be the case. Mm-hmm. I agree with you there. Yes. And the article that I, this same article that I referenced, ended with the truth is Shayonce, which is Sheeran and Beyonce put together, looked like most heterosexual couples out on a Saturday night, albeit in exaggerated form. Because women are always like, you know, and guys are like, uh, yeah, I took this out of the dry. I mean, straight, most straight men, <laughs> not the gay men. This is why I love. I seem to be sloppy myself. I, I look like a mess. You do time. not. And especially now that you iron your t-shirts, I'm so happy you adopted this. I've ironed my t-shirts for a while. I know. That's what I mean. Like, you iron your t-shirts. You look polished. Most straight men do not. They really don't. And most of them would agree with that. They're like, meh. Yeah. They just don't care. Alicia Keys is doing this thing now where she doesn't wear makeup. One day she was like, nope, I'm not buying into this bullshit anymore. This is how I look. Deal with it. And she hasn't worn makeup since. She goes to all the award shows and everything else like that. But again, she has an established career already. It would be a completely different story if she was trying to start out her career. What's that? Um, She's Canadian. Um, Is it Alyssa or Alicia Cara? Oh, yes. She's kind of, she's the same. She does that oh, too, does she? I think. But see, I'm well-versed in pop culture and I don't even know that though, you know? I'm pretty sure that's a thing. I think that's important though. I think that's very, very important. It is. I would love to walk around. And I do agree there are different. I mean, that's an exaggeration. Yeah. I would never not do that. <laughs> I love makeup because I like the process, but still, it would be nice not to have that expectation or for people to ask me if I'm sick when I'm not wearing makeup. Jeez, oh, mm. that's pretty fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, congratulations, Ed. You're the hot mess of the week. Fantastic. <laughs> oh, Thank boy. you, everyone. Thank you for that from our studio audience. I was just feeling a little feisty this week, as I do most weeks. We covered a lot this week. So many hot topics. We so did. We did. We really did. Um, I blacked out. I don't remember anything that I've said up until this point. So I hope, you know, everything works out. The good thing with the podcast is you can re-listen to them over and over again. And we hope all of you <laughs> do that as well. Yes. We really do. Keep listening over and over again. <laughs> back we want to hear from you <laughs> please tweet us yes at chris craigman at Trey posh and now at now serving pc 
PC as in podcast. And you can also get live or you can not live. You get updates of when new episodes are posted. Um, but uh, yeah, until next week, we hope everyone has a great week, except uh, PETA for sure. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and not Ed Sheeran, at least from Jess. So mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Just Ed Sheeran's <laughs> hair. Until next week. Just Ed Sheeran's hair. Okay, mm-hmm. fine. We can agree on that. We hope everyone has a good week, except for Peter and Ed Sheeran's yeah. hair. That's solid. Okay, uh-huh. that's fair. All right. Bye, guys. <laughs> hear from you visit us at nowservingpodcast.com new podcasts are released weekly don't forget to subscribe